When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We are here for Chemist Warehouse, heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Give us a text 0457 736 736 or follow at Captain's Run NRL on Twitter. Also, make sure to follow at SEN League on Instagram and TikTok. Biggest question of the week, maybe biggest question of the year, who is the best man to replace Nathan Cleary? Thoughts, Smithers? Oh, look, well, there's uh, a fair few names getting... Um, tossed around at the moment. Um, Adam Reynolds, of course, at the Broncos, playing great football, some of the best football he's played in a long, long time. Um, people are saying, well, he might be best suited given he plays at Suncorp. Game two being played up there, it's it's pretty much his home ground now that he plays on every second week. So he, he's accustomed to playing in that arena, in that environment, big crowds. Um, also, you know, does Nico Hines just take that natural progression into the seven jersey now. Delia medalist, of course, from 2022. And a lot being said about Nico Hines and his form over the past 18 months. Um, or does they the the coaching staff of New South Wales, do they go for a whole new halves pairing? Does Cody Walker get a look in? It there's so many different options and 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 um, variations that are being tossed around at the moment. For mine though, Kempi, I just I feel as though the natural thing that will happen will be Nico Hines takes the seven jersey and he moves in um, to the halves pairing with, with Luai. Okay. Okay. So basically, is do you think from your perspective, you see it as he was picked in a squad for game one, essentially announcing that he is the next man up if there's a halves that goes down. So stick with the plan from the get-go that you had from game one for the series. Well, I'm saying stick with the plan that Nico Hines is in your best 17 um, for the series at the start. Like if if, if you if you're picking Nico Hines, and and in actual fact, I I struggled to get my head around his role in that first game when they picked him on the bench. I'm th- I'm thinking to myself, Cleary's not coming off the field, Luai's not coming off the field unless either one of those players were injured, and Tedesco's not coming off the field either. So they're the three positions that Nico Hines has played over the past, you know, three to four seasons. You know, all all seven with the Sharks, but he played in those three different positions: halfback, five eight, and fullback with the Melbourne Storm, and did a fantastic job. Of course, you know that season where he played a lot of fullback for the Melbourne Storm when Ryan Pappenhausen was injured and 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 was fantastic at the back. But when I looked at the New South Wales outfit, I'm thinking if those three players aren't injured. I don't know what role Nico Hines will play. Mm. Now, if, now, if Tom Trevojevic doesn't come from the field or is removed from the field with HIA um, protocols, does Nico Hines get on the field? Mm. That was that was my concern when Nico was selected was, is this going to be a repeat of 2020? If you think back to 2020 grand final, Kempi, Craig Bellamy couldn't find an opportunity in that game to get Nico Hines on the field in a grand final. Now, he's in the side because he did such a good job in the absence of 
um, you know, Jerome Hughes and Cam Munster and Ryan Pappenhausen throughout that year. He deputized in all three positions extremely well, which is why he was put on, on in the side um, for that game was, you know, his utility um, value and to cover, you know, several different positions. But because we didn't have any injuries or any issues with um, HIA or anything like that, he sat on the bench the whole time. Mm. So, but, you know, I I moved past that point where, you know, he only played, what, 10 minutes or so for the Blues the other night. I think his time with the football side, particularly, you know, in game one this year where he spent um, a whole week's camp in the top 17, he spent a majority of the, the series last year in the squad. So he's been around that team now for a couple of series. So he's familiar with what they're about. He's familiar with the coaching. He's familiar with the entire setup and their preparation and whatnot. So I'd expect him to be named at number seven for the Blues for game two. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm the I'm of the mind that, you know, what has changed in seven days that he's not the next man up? Let's say Cleary was injured. Yeah. I think the Blues go into game one with Hines at six. Uh, sorry, Hines at seven, Luai at, uh, at six. Maybe even Hines Walker, but let's just say, you know, Luai at six. And so I just, I understand the argument of Reynolds. He's got an incredible kicking game. And as we've seen over the past few years is like the kicking game is arguably a, a winner or loser. Like whoever's the better kicker wins yeah. the game. That's how tight it is. So mm. I, I get that. But I just think that like what kind of message does it send that, you know, seven days ago you were our man. You know, you had one missed tackle that, yes, it was crucial. Yes, you should have made it. Now you're no longer the guy to get the job done. On top of that, I understand, you know, there's so much pressure on winning origin. It's, you know, three games of the year. Yeah. But I do think you need to prepare for the future. And if Cleary does have an injury in the future or Luai's form drops, you want Hines to have as much experience as possible. Yeah. Well, you'd, you'd like to think that he is the long-term seven for the Blues. That that That's what, you know, his form suggests and, you know, all the talk around the way he's been playing over the last 18 months in particular. Um, it's it's a really fascinating one, Kempi. It's a fascinating one because let's say they, they opt for anyone other than Nico Hines at seven. I I don't think he I don't I don't think he gets selected for the for the team in game two. Because I I, I strongly I, I strongly believe they'll they'll bring in Damian Cook for game two and they'll play with the, Coruscant Cook combination doesn't matter whoever starts and whoever comes off the bench it could be either, but I think if if Nico doesn't get the number seven jersey I don't think he's in the team for game two. Yeah, mate, I agree. I agree. Unless, well, I mean, Cleary's not there, so yeah. Because I, what I was surprised at, I personally thought, you know, when we spoke about this last week, I thought that they would give Appy ten minutes rest and put Luai there. Uh, at, at number nine, and there would yeah. be a kind of set game plan to get Hines in. Yeah, well, that yeah, that's the thing, Campy. I think a lot of people were predicting that, but when that happens, right? Let's say so you give you want to give Appy a rest, and then by moving Luai from sixth to um, the number nine position, and then bringing Nico Hines off the bench into the number six, you you're actually making two changes for one. If you understand what I mean. You're taking one person off the field, but then you're, you're, you're making two changes in your team, which is why I said earlier about I, I, unless there was injury to either Luai or Cleary, they, they weren't going to change. Yeah. They weren't going to change. So the fact that 
you know, Brad Fittler didn't make a, uh, a a sub to get Nico Hines on the field earlier suggests to me that if he is not picked as a halfback for the New South Wales Blues in game two, I don't think he'll be there. Yeah, wow. I just I just don't think he'll be there. Because I, I feel I feel quite strongly that they will opt for the 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 dual dummy half rotation in game two. Mate, I was so surprised that Cookie didn't get selected um, even in game one. I, oh, I really yeah. thought he had such he was a great playing year. Unbelievable. Yeah, um, it, it'd be great for Cookie to get called back up because you know he's just he's played so well at Origin. I was just so surprised that how quickly he fell out of. I mean, fell out of favours. I mean, look, that's probably the fair. He's still in favour in regards to Freddie, you know, gave, gave him a call, let him know, yeah. mate, you're next in yeah. line. So it's not like he's out of favour that far. But in, in regards to, I was just so surprised that, you know, for so many years, he'd, he'd done such a good job. I mean, what, he was there 18, 19. Yep. Um, he was 20, 21. So he'd basically won three out of four series, I think. Mm. Um, just really surprising that, yeah, he just gone, just gone yeah. from the squad. I, th- I, think he'll, I think he'll be there. Um, mm. A guy that's knocking on the door for that position, though, Reese Robson. So impressive, mate! Huge great. game of the weekend for yeah. the Cowboys with that big win win against the Storm. The one thing I want to ask you, Kempi, though, is with Cleary being out, is there any chance that Jerome Luai won't be in the team? Well, me personally, I actually would go Cody Walker in regards to if Cleary's there, I pick Luai. If Cleary isn't there, I go Walker. I go Cook at nine. I even consider going Murray at 13. Now, look, this is sounds like oh, you're making way too many changes, but yep. I just think that because it's one game, a decider, mm-hmm. you probably need, like we've for a few years now, the idea around New South Wales has been we're going to pick a bunch of Penrith players and that's going yes. to be the skeleton of our side. Yep. Well, now that the, the key maestro of that is gone, yep. do you not go, all right, let's pick some Rabbitohs players in the spine and just hope that they're going to be able to, just gel immediately in Origin game two because if you if you don't if you let's say you keep Yo at thirteen you know maybe Murray off the bench Appy at nine you've got it's a very kind of makeshift halves pairing or spine that's really never played together yeah particularly for a do or die match as yeah. you said yeah and also they don't get that I think isn't it it's a longer camp the first camp as well isn't it no well exactly the same this time around okay <clears throat> it's in previous years this game two has been played on the Sunday so it's been a seven day camp whereas this one it's it's Wednesday again we're back to all three games on Wednesdays yeah okay so it's a 10 day build up again yeah okay so you got at least you got the same amount in regards to the camp but yeah I, look as I said Luai it feels really unfair to say it because I thought he was one of New South Wales best and yeah so I agree mate yep he was totally. under so much pressure and so many people, you know, speaking overly negative about him. And mm. so on form, I don't think he deserves to get dropped. But no. I, I do just think that it's a it's a decider. You just need to get at least at, at the spine, I would get at least two of the four that have played together. I'll tell you I'll tell you one interesting question, right? So <clears throat> so Nathan Cleary's out of game two. That's 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 confirmed. Outside chance to be there for game three. Whoever he comes in and replaces him for game two, right? Say say New South Wales beat Queensland in Brisbane. Yeah. Nathan's fit for game three. Oh. Tell me what happens. Mate, honestly. What happens? Well, I, I, I spoke about that's this. A, that's an interesting question. A massively interesting question because <laughs> not only, let's say New South Wales, they're the underdogs at the moment. They have this incredible fol- folklore Series win, 
Yes. All of a sudden, five years of planning with Cleary being the guy, now all yeah. of a sudden goes, well, is he the guy next year? It's no longer a sure thing that he gets selected. Um, even wow. though I do believe Cleary is a guy, but, yep. mate, I, I don't know. It just... I honestly don't know. I don't know that. What, what would what would you do then, Smithy? I'll throw it back to you. Oh, mate, no idea. And that's why that's why that's what makes Origin so oh, interesting, and and everyone loves you know the the drama in the theatre. And I was just thinking to myself just then as we we're having that conversation. Let's say they pick Adam Reynolds, okay, just for argument's sake, and he plays a you know an outstanding game. He gets the Blues home in game two, a game that, you know, like people are saying, oh, they, ca- they can't win or, or whatever. They're underdogs. He gets them home. Cleary comes back. He's fit for game three. What do they do? <laughs> Mate. Oh, I just I imagine know. the storylines there. I mean, and like also the, pro- the problem is, is like let's say they, you know, Reynolds wins them that game. Then they go, yeah, but we're going to stay loyal to Cleary. He's been here for the last five years. And then they lose game three. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Uh, it is. Oh, it just it shows you how uh, it's a bit bizarre because I kind of feel like, oh, no, I, I'm probably being a bit too biased here. But I feel like, for example, if DCE was injured and then someone came in and did a really, really good job, yep. we would pick DCE next year, most likely. Obviously, you'd have to keep playing good at club and, and all yep. of those things. Yeah. Um, oh, look, you could you could argue did and came in and played really well, and he mm. he didn't get the the role next week. Now, obviously, he's in Cam Munster's position. No one's you know taking yep. that spot. But yeah, mm. um, mate. No, well, yeah. Tough. Well, yeah. That, well, I was thinking that to myself just then too because did and come in played for um, Munster, of course, in Game Three. But it's a new series, Kempi. Yeah. I'm talking mid series, one all. <laughs> oh, You've mate. had one half get the job done. Wow. Text in 0457-736-736. Text it in and let us know if New South Wales go and win it, do you stick with the seven that got it done in Suncorp or do you bring Cleary back in for game three? Holy moly. If he's fit. If he's fit. If he's fit, obviously. Uh, Now, Tom Tavoyevich has been cleared for the Seagulls. Uh, Have the NRL set a dangerous precedent? Uh, Tavoyevich has been cleared to play against the Dolphins on Friday night despite being taken from the field. In Origin 1, an independent doctor in the bunker ruled Trevojevic was presenting Category 1 symptoms on the night, but the Sea Eagles have confirmed Turbo has not been diagnosed with concussion. The Sea Eagles CEO, Tony Mestroff, said, throughout the process, Tom has not been diagnosed with concussion from either New South Wales Dr. Nathan Gibbs or our club chief medical officer, Dr. Paul Bloomfield. This now comes as the Bulldogs are aiming for an exemption so Reid Marnie can play on Monday against the Eels. He will visit an independent neurologist on Friday after being taken from the field in their loss to the Roosters. Is this now setting a dangerous precedent for other clubs to follow, Smithers? Well, absolutely. Well, Why do we have independent doctors then? Mm -hmm. It's pretty much wiping, you know, their their say in all of these concussion protocols in in live games. Yeah. Because I think that's what he, he was... He was ruled at or presenting Cat 1 symptoms um, on the night, which is why he was taken from the field. And I, and I believe it played a part in, you know, Tom Flegler being simbined, you know, for Queensland. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it's a dangerous one, this one, because we've we've taken so many steps forward into, you know, the player welfare and concussion and head knocks and all this sort of stuff. We see, you know, we're seeing players every week removed from the field with, with HIA um, protocols and concussion symptoms. I'd, had, I don't know how you overrule the independent doctor that ruled on the night. Well, 
look, it's a, it's yeah. As as you said, mate. Like, there's independent doctors far more qualified, including medicals, manly staff. But, mate, it hasn't been diagnosed with the concussion. It looked like he was pretty rocked. Yeah. From that hit, like. Yeah. And then if if he wasn't hitting head forcefully, mm. why was Flegler sent ten in the bin? <clears throat> yeah. Well. Okay. So. Righto, well, let's let's go a little bit further, and this is we're we're thinking outside this box here, Kempi. But so if Tom Tom Trebojevic is is cleared to play this week, and that means he didn't have concussion, can Queensland get ten minutes credit yeah. for a player in game two? Yeah, can we get that, please, NRL? <laughs> Mate, it's bizarre. <laughs> well, actually, well, actually, I think Queensland had 14 men on the field for 30 seconds, so can we get 9 minutes 30? Yes, please. Please, sir. <laughs> we'll, we'll, ta- we'll, take we'll minus it. that out of the 10. Yes. Can we'll we can it. we play with 14? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like uh, I, I'm, I'm being facetious there. Yeah. Um, I'm being I'm, – I'm trying to be a little bit funny. But, you know, that if, there, if there's a ruling of concussion on the night, like why are we – I don't know why we're trying to play with – this type of serious issue, you know, trying to then say, look, we, we'd like a player back. He's not showing any signs now. Like, hasn't it, hasn't it been, hasn't there been studies telling us that, you know, sometimes symptoms take a, quite some time to present themselves? And I'm talking, you know, longer than seven days. Mate, I just, I just don't understand. And it, clearly, as I said, doctors way smarter than me. CEOs way smarter yeah. than me. Yep. But yep. I just don't understand this idea that he was never diagnosed with a concussion. I, that yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. I, I, mm. You know what? I'm going to go and watch the interview because I'm sure they explain it. But just looking at it on face value, like why was he taken from the field then if he didn't have a concussion? Yeah. As in like, because yep. he didn't return, did he? He didn't return? No, he didn't come on back. No. No, Heinz, that's why Heinz took his place and stayed on the field, mate. And, and then Tommy didn't come on for the last minute? No. So uh, anyway, uh, I think it sets a da- dangerous precedent. I think that if we we got if we got eleven yeah. day rule, we should stick with it. Yeah, and th- there's a reason why that was put in place. I don't I don't think there was just chucked in there just to look good or you know to present a a, a certain sort of picture for the public. Like I'm sure that process was thought out <clears throat> quite deliberately and at length, you know, to, to protect the players. And you know, to answer that question, does it does it set a dangerous precedent? Of course it does. Yeah, like like news spread around about you know Manly trying to to get Tommy to play, and all of a sudden, yeah, you know, the Bulldogs are doing that with Reed Marnie. Mm-hmm. Every other club will try and do that now. Absolutely. Every other club, I guarantee you. Absolutely. Now we're going to head to a break. After the break, we got everyone's favourite moment. Holy Schnitz moments! Thanks to Schnitz. <laughs> 